You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Wednesday hump day edition of the podcast. Some fun audio ahead on today's show. Some interesting comments from some of the foremost authorities when it comes to Zach Wilson. Some of the sideline reporters who have seen him up close will get you some highlights from a podcast they were doing earlier this week. We'll also get you some thoughts from Jake Spavital, the head coach of Texas State. What does he expect from BYU and the Bobcats come to Provo this weekend? We'll get to all of that ahead on today's show. We'll also catch you up on some news with regards to BYU men's golf and everything else going on with the BYU Cougars like we usually do. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar, as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you a little bit more about both of them here in just a little bit. All right, with that rundown out of the way, let's get to it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 21st, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. First things first, a reminder for you guys, if you haven't done so already, make sure to download this show. Hit that follow or subscribe button so it downloads on your device that you're listening on every day. That way, it's right there for you guys and you join us every day because we aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about each day, as well as passing along insider tidbits that you will not find anywhere else. So big thank you once again for your continued support of the show, and it's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. All right, first things first, guys, let's talk a little bit about Zach Wilson. Oh, wait, shocker. We're talking about Zach Wilson? What are you talking about, Jake? Why would we talk about Zach Wilson? Well, Zach Wilson is the talk of the town. Last night, Pete Thamel from Yahoo Sports put out a really nice article on Zach Wilson, his background as a quarterback, how he has captured the quote-unquote soul of the BYU football program once again as the next great BYU quarterback, could be playing himself into being a first-round draft pick. There are so many things going on around Zach Wilson, but I love unique takes on guys like Zach Wilson. It's cliche always to hear that he traveled 10 not 10 miles 10 hours round trip or 20 hours round trip to california all summer long to work out with john beck etc that's all cliche i love unique fresh takes and opinions on guys and we got one in the form of a podcast actually a fellow podcast out there called the sideline pass podcast and it is espn sideline reporters allison williams Molly McGrath and Chris Budden, they do a podcast where they talk with guests from the ESPN family of networks. They talk about their experiences on the sideline of college football games. Well, Chris Budden had the Houston BYU game and had a very interesting take. And Allison Williams actually starts off the clip here talking about Zach Wilson. But just listen to this. I think it's some fun in there, but also some really good insight. Let's let's get to it here. Here you go. Both Allison Williams from ESPN as well as Chris Budden talking about Zach Wilson and the BYU football program. Chris, I know you had um, BYU Houston over the weekend. BYU to me has one of the best quarterbacks in the country and Zach Wilson. I had them week one against Navy. You guys all know how that went. I just, I was so impressed by him. Like, in every facet, Um, not just his performance on the field, but he is such a good kid. He was so fun to talk to. He's so charismatic. He's a cutie patootie too. Um, (laughs) Give me your impressions of BYU and Zach Wilson. 
Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to like profess it here. Like my love for Zach Wilson is off the charts. I had him last year and like, it's hard over zoom when you walk in a room with him and he's got these crystal blue eyes and he looks like (laughs) a boy band guy, right? He has the look of a quarterback and the way that he talks, it's like, it's not BS, you know, he'll sit there and talk to you. But what really like made my love affair uh, really run deep <laughs> was his prep. Like when he talks to you about the things that he has done since last year, his quarterback coach is in Southern California. Every weekend in the summer, he would drive 20 hours round trip, mm-hmm. go on a Friday, come back on a Sunday to work out with John Beck. We talked about the film that he watches on the plane on the ride to Houston. He watched a cut up of every ball thrown to each defender on Houston so that he could know everyone's weakness. And so you would say number 23. Oh, he's a little bit shorter. Like he could run through everyone. So he knew exactly how to pick apart each different guy in the secondary. Uh, And then he went on to watch film of Aaron Rodgers, And then he watched film of the 2019 Ohio state team. Like he is just eat, sleep, breathe football. And just his story is really cool of he was originally going to go to Boise state and didn't want to leave close to home. His family, longtime Utah fans. He waited around for an offer from Utah and it never came. The only offer close to home was BYU. And so he asked his parents, like, what do you think? Like they had season tickets next to Kyle Winningham's wife. Like that's how deep, like they run red. And the mom was like, well, I'll have to get some new clothing, but if it means I can be close (laughs) to home, uh, watching him and the comeback that they made, like, I just, I love him. Even Andre Ware, who, if anyone's going to judge a quarterback, it's Andre who got a Heisman sitting behind his, uh, his uh, shot that he uses from home. And he even said, he's like, I think he's the number two quarterback in the NFL draft next year. Right behind Trevor Lawrence. There you go. Both Chris Budden as well as Allison Williams from the Sideline Pass podcast. A big thank you to them for letting us use some of that audio. A great podcast, by the way, guys. If you want some unique insights on the sport from some who are working as closely to the action as they possibly can work this season. Listen to this podcast. They do a great job. All three of the women there, Molly McGrath, also also part of the trio that hosts that show. But some fun there, obviously. Those dreamboat blue eyes. He looks like a member of a boy band. But let's be honest, folks. I get jokes all the time sent to me from fans of different teams around the country who say, Jake, just how young is Zach Wilson? Some of our hosts here on the Locked On Podcast Network, some of the other college channel uh, hosts say, Jake, this kid looks like he's 12 years old. He is the baby-faced assassin. There's no doubt about it. I also really liked what Chris Budden was talking about. There's no BS with Zach Wilson. He's all football all the time. He's all business. He understands what he wants to do in life, and that is to play in the NFL. It's one of his overarching goals he's wanted to do since he was a kid. He talked about in Pete Thamel's article last night that debuted saying that, you know what, my childhood growing up, I played a lot of sports. I was pushed very hard by my dad and my mom, and I didn't appreciate it necessarily at the time, but I really appreciate it now because he's on the cusp of becoming a first round draft pick, folks. This is a really, really cool story for Zach Wilson. And 
I think it's fun to hear unique, fresh takes from sideline reporters who think this kid is about as cute as a button, but also their insights on this kid just comes in and impresses you when you, when you speak with him, there's no showing up and feeling like you've been blown off or that he's not taking things seriously. Zach Wilson is about as dreamy of a guy. And I mean that in every literal sense of the word when it comes to football, a stellar quarterback, a stellar person, a great interview. He checks all of the boxes, folks. And I think that all of the hype around him, yes, there's a ton of noise. When he played some of the audio from Kalani Satake yesterday saying that he's not worried about Zach being able to handle it. He's told Zach about the hype, etc. I think that Zach will be able to take it all in stride. I think his parents are very much on top of things. I'm sure they're handling talking to agents, etc., who are probably all swarming at this point around that family. But the big thing is Zach Wilson's just got to look ahead and focus on what he can control. And that is this week playing against Texas State. Next week, Western Kentucky, Boise State, on down the line. That's what you have to focus on if you're Zach Wilson. But it's still cool to hear people really liking what they're seeing from BYU's QB number one. So there you go. Some thoughts on Zach Wilson. A big thank you once again to the Sideline Pass podcast, Allison Williams, as well as Chris Budden and Molly McGrath for letting us use some of that audio. We'll get to some other audio here in just a moment. Jake Spavital, the head coach of the Texas State Bobcats, he understands what the Bobcats are up against when they face off against the number 12 Cougars. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar, guys. I love Built Bars. I know I say that almost every time I talk about this company, but they are the best of the best. I ate a German chocolate cake-flavored Built Bar today, and I absolutely loved it. I would encourage you guys to take an opportunity to learn more about Built Bar. You can go to BuiltBar.com, learn about the relaunch of the Built Bar. There are 18 unique flavors out there. The best part about it is the new improved Built Bar is even delicious, delicious-er. More delicious, I know is the correct terminology, but obviously they're using the term delicious-er. They're doing a great job with these Built Bars. Like I said, 18 unique flavors. They are perfect for the health-conscious guy or gal. All the bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They are the perfect fit for the keto diet as well. One of my favorite uh, that I like to eat, and I can kind of tell you a little bit more about it, is the Cherry Barcia. What is in this? The flavor profile. 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs, guys. These protein bars, these built bars are the best of the best. And I mean that sincerely. If you want the best tasting protein bars on the market, they taste legitimately like a candy bar. And I will attest to that. Check them out now at builtbar.com. Also use the promo code locked on. You'll get 20% off your next order. It's a fantastic way to save some significant money on the best tasting protein bars on the market, guys. Take an opportunity now to learn more about them. Go to BuiltBar.com. Make sure you use that promo code Locked On when you stop by for 20% off your next order. And thank us later. All right, folks. BYU Texas State Saturday night. I am having a hard time drawing up any different scenario in my head that BYU loses this game. Granted, we all saw a 35-point favorite BYU nearly yak it up to UTSA, what, two weeks ago? BYU, last I saw, still sitting around the 30-point favorite range against the Bobcats. But Jake Spavital, the head coach of Texas State, he's got a big rebuild on his hand, and he's got a lot of work ahead of him. But he talked to the media yesterday during his weekly media availability after practice, had some very interesting thoughts on the BYU football program, And based on the comments you're going to hear here in just a second, 
I think he understands what the Bobcats are up against when they come to Provo Saturday night. So first things first, let's get to his overall thoughts on the BYU football program. A long rambling statement here, but I think some good nuggets in here. So here you go, Jake Spavital, Texas State head coach on the Cougars. Man, they're fun to watch. You know, like, and, and this is kind of what the lesson I've been telling our kids too. It's, you know, you look at all the experience that this team has. You know, there's a lot of game, a lot of team, a lot of, excuse me, a lot of players that have over 40 games of experience. That's a lot of games, you know, and then, and, uh, you can tell like they come out in 2017 and they have a four and seven year and that's not what they want and that's not the expectation there and then they have a seven and six year which is not what they want and they have another seven and six year and these guys have been getting better every single year and now you see them put it all together and uh you know they're five and oh and you know comparably a top 10 top 12 team in the country right now they're top 10 in every single category offense and defensively right now their offense is very explosive as you see, their their quarterback Zach Wilson is, you know, going to be in the Heisman conversations. Um, he's fun to watch. You know, I'm a big fan of quarterback play, and uh, uh, he's one of the more elite guys out there. I think he's comparable to the Trevor Lawrence's and the Justin Fields. You know, like he, he's getting into that category by the numbers that he's putting up. And but what makes him special in my mind is is that they they can do really anything. They can spread it out, and he can run a spread offense and shotgun, and then he can get into the 11 personnel, and he can do all the the play-action bootlegs and get on the move and throw on the run. And then he can get under center and do all the the pro-style play actions and stuff. So there's a it's a pretty wide range of plays that you can get from these guys. And and but like I think the the offense is getting all the credit, but the defense deserves a lot of it right now. They're a top 10 defense. Uh, they they keep everything in front. They play hard. They make it difficult on everybody. You know. Um, and they and they consistently like you see a lot of teams throwing a lot of different things at them, and they know how to just line up and play, and and they uh, they create turnovers and they get the ball back to the offense. You know they're playing good complementary football right now. You know you look at the La Tech, La Tech comes out and is giving them a good game, but the defense keeps them in it, and the offense clicks, and they beat them like forty-five to seven. And same thing with uh, UTSA. You know their offense was moving down the field on UTSA pretty good, and they had turn it over in the end zone. You know and. And uh, you know the defense would hold, and then kept them in the game. So they're playing; they're playing well together. And uh, uh, you can tell that there's a lot of experience. And there's been a lot of difficult conversations, a lot of ups and downs, and adversity that they've gone through. And, and they're putting it all together right now. There you go, Jake Spavital, Coach Spavital, extremely complimentary of Zach Wilson and the BYU football program. He talked about their experience that they have, and it's something that he's trying to build with this program at Texas State. He's a relatively new head coach there, been dealing with a lot in terms of getting this roster, which was among the worst, in my opinion, in college football. Uh, beyond just BYU, as some of you may know, if you don't, I'm a big college football fan. I have been a junkie for this sport my entire life. You can ask my parents about it. From the time I was a young child, I will watch any and all college football. Sunbelt on Wednesday nights, Maction Tuesday and Wednesday nights, SEC, ACC, Pac-12, give it all to me. I will watch it all. And Texas State, they've had their struggles ever since moving to the FBS level. A member of the Sunbelt Conference, sitting at 1-5 coming into this game. This will be their fifth consecutive road game. It's a tough road to hoe for Coach Spavital, and it sounds like BYU could be facing a depleted secondary. Here you go. It is kind of tough, but uh, 
you know, it, right now we're spending more time trying to piece it together, like, you know, on the contingency planning of just the depth of where we're at with DBs, you know. We still got another COVID test on Wednesday, tomorrow, and uh, we'll see where that takes us, you know, because that can always change it up. But, you know, I, I think we're going to get a couple back, but, like, we're probably going to play with, like, six or seven DBs in this game, you know, and, and we've been going in with about 12, you know, so it um, – you know, that's kind of what we've been spending more time on is our contingency plans and getting like 11 guys out on the field that can be in a position to have success instead of just putting them out there on things that they're not capable of doing. So, but yeah, it's unique. But again, it's a it's a great opportunity for us. You know, it's a national TV game versus a, a top 12 opponent right now. And uh, we have nothing to lose. You know, all the pressure's on them. We, we can go out there. We got to keep getting better through practice like we've talked about, and they did today. We got to have another good practice tomorrow, and then we go out there and, and cut it loose and, and take our shot at them. Once again, Jake Spavital, Texas State head coach there, and you heard him talk about the fact that they're looking forward to the opportunity. The pressure is on BYU. We got nothing to lose, and that's absolutely what Texas State has to believe coming into this game. But if you want a recipe for Zach Wilson to erupt and maybe have a monster game, only have six or seven defensive backs that you might be able to play in a game. That sounds like Zach Wilson, the BYU coaching staff, their offensive staff, licking their chops, saying, holy smokes, folks, how many passing yards can we put up in this one? We put up 400 last week and went over Houston. Uh, Zach Wilson's just been absolutely flying in terms of throwing the ball this year, he's off to an incredible start, completing, what, 78.7% of his passes. Yeah, this could be another big night for Zach Wilson. Obviously, it could be Coach Speed, Coach Spavital saying, well, yeah, we only got six or seven guys. All of a sudden, they have a bunch of guys still available. He said he's talking about a COVID test they're supposed to take uh, coming up today. We'll see if that affects them in any way, shape, or form. Here's hoping that they don't have any outbreaks and the game is played as expected, but having only six or seven guys that could participate in the defensive secondary, that, uh, I think, lends credence to why BYU is a 30-point favorite in this contest. All right, one final note from Coach Spavital, and it was a thought of what he might have to do to adjust his game plan. He's traditionally been kind of a spread option guy, uses a lot of looks in that spread look with Texas State, but he admits that he will probably have to change his approach to the game when facing off against the number 12 Cougars. Here you go. We have to kind of change our style of play a little bit. You know, you have to adapt on where it's at. Like, if I have to turn it into a ball control game, I got to turn it into a ball control game and huddle and slow it down. You know, it's just based off of where we're at. But if, we, if we're getting a rhythm and we're going, then we need to press the tempo of it all. So a lot of it we got to gauge when we're out there. Again, they're an explosive offense, and we got to try to keep them off the field as much as possible. But you're also going up against a good defense, so you got to make sure that you're in a rhythm and trying to do things right. So uh, I think you got to vary a lot of things. On, on how to, uh, to, to beat these guys. Um, and you, you got to keep, keep them off guard. you got to throw some things at them that they've never seen before. So there you have it. They're going to try and control the ball, speaking of Texas State. But if BYU plays in what I think would be a B-level game, they should handle the Bobcats just fine. You play an A-level game, you can pretty much name your score if you're BYU and do whatever you want against the Bobcats. And I mean as no disrespect to Texas State. I think Coach Spavital is trying to rebuild a program that doesn't have a rich tradition in any way, shape, or form. The roster has been severely downgraded over the years. It's going to take him some time to get things back up and rolling with Texas State if he's even able to do that. And they come in at 1-5 and five on the year. 
yeah, this has all the makings of a BYU beatdown, but we'll see what shakes out in the end on Saturday night. But nonetheless, very complimentary from Coach Spavital, really talking about how he thinks Zach Wilson's in the same echelon with the guys like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, the best of the best in terms of this year's draft class of quarterbacks. He understands what's he, what he's up against when he comes to Provo this weekend and looking forward to seeing how the Bobcats do facing off against the Cougars Saturday night at 8 o'clock or was it, 8.15? Probably going to move to 8.30 and we'll probably be close to midnight by the time the final whistle comes. But regardless, looking forward to that and should be a fun night of football nonetheless. All right, we'll catch up on a couple of the news and notes with regards to the BYU football program, as well as how BYU men's golf finished up play in the La Piracima Championship, or tournament, excuse me, in Southern California. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at All Guard Pest Control. Love All Guard Pest Control. They are one of the best of the best when it comes to the pest control game, guys. They know what they're doing. What I love about this company is they have two unique programs they're offering to our listeners. One is if you have a one-time need, you have a one-time issue, you got some wasp nest you need taken care of, you have just a one-time deal, they'll come out, they'll take care of it, and they will leave you alone after that. They're not going to make you sign a contract that requires quote-unquote follow-up visits. If you need a one-time service, they come on service at the one time, they'll leave you alone. Additionally, though, if you'd like regular service where your home is protected year-round, the officer offer excuse me, a quarterly pest control program. Uh, All Guard will come out once every three months. Make sure your home is treated and protected against that season's hot pests, is I guess what, what we'd call it. This time of year, spiders and the like are trying to move inside your home as it gets colder outside. But all, all year long, you can have the assurance knowing, you know what, I've got a barrier up around my place, my family, my pets, we're all safe inside, we can be cozy and comfortable and don't have to worry about any creepy crawly thing moving around us. All the products that All Guard Pest Control are the safest in the industry, folks, they're safe for your family and pets, and additionally with the COVID-19 pandemic still going on, they're taking the utmost precautions, wearing gloves, wearing masks, making sure that you feel comfortable with their services. Additionally, right now you have an opportunity to get a free service from All Guard Pest Control. Friday, I'm going to have Seth, the owner, on with me. We're going to answer some of your questions. You submit a question, you're entered to win a free service. If you'd like to submit a question, we've got a couple of good ones already sent in. Please do so. Email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com, or feel free to reach out on any of our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. Let us know what questions you've got, and maybe you'll have yours answered on Friday as well as being entered to win that free service. So once again, All Guard Pest Control, call them anytime you need their services. 801-851-1812 is their phone number. That's 801-851-1812, or check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. Love this company, guys. They have my 110% endorsement. That's our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. As we wrap things up here on a Wednesday, folks, let's run down some of the other news and notes with regards to the BYU football program that you may want to know about. First things first is a big congratulations to Zach Selyus. He played his first game for BC Prijevca over in Slovakia. Had a great opening game, 23 minutes played, shot only 35.7% from the field, but did have 16 points in that first game. So congratulations to Selyus playing overseas. He's one of a number of former Cougars playing overseas, and we'll update you periodically on how they're doing. Charles Abuo is playing in France, I believe. TJ Haas, of course, signing in Poland. Brandon Davies still playing for FC Barcelona in Spain. Eric Mika moving to uh, Partizan in 
Serbia this year. Elijah Bryan playing still from Maccabee, Tel Aviv in Israel. And then Kyle Collinsworth playing in Japan for the Aishin Seahorses. By the way, Seahorses, an underrated mascot. I love unique mascots. And congratulations and best of luck to all those former Cougars. Like I said, we'll update you periodically on how each of them are doing overseas. Also tracking how things are moving towards the NBA draft. Probably need to keep a closer eye on that going forward here as we get closer to that in November for both guys like Jake Toulson as well as Yoli Child to have hopes of playing in the NBA. We'll be tracking that for you. Hopefully have some experts on to talk about their opportunities in the lead up to that event in mid-November. One final note before we go on today's show is how the BYU men's golf program wrapped up play in Lompoc, California, playing the La Piracima College Invite. They faced off against four other West Coast Conference programs. BYU had a good showing, a better showing, I guess, in their final round yesterday, finishing third place in the third round. Was enough to move up in the overall standings, though, as the Cougars finished in fourth place behind San Diego, St. Mary's, and Loyola Marymount. Cougars finishing with 24 overall total score. Congratulations, though, to Max Brenchley. He had a great showing, finishing two over par for the tournament, finished tied for fifth, his first top five showing. Carson Lundell finishing plus three, just behind him, tied for ninth. And then David Timmons a few spots back at number 14 at six overall, alone in 14th place. So, some great showings for BYU men's golf. Uh, Bruce Brockbank still wants to see improvement from this program. There's no doubt about that. That's been an NCAA tournament caliber program the last three or four years. So far off to a bumpy start in 2020, but still plenty of time to get things turned around ahead of the spring season coming up and the NCAA tournament. So, We'll be tracking that for you guys moving forward for the Cougars. They'll play one more tournament this fall before taking a break for the winter. They'll be in Park, California on November 5th and 6th, taking part in the Rustic Collegiate Classic. We'll have more for you on that as that gets a little bit closer. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this, guys. Make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter handle is at Jacob C. Hatch. Love to hear from you guys. Get your thoughts. We're going to do a Twitter Thursday mailbag. I've had a few of them sent in already this week. If you do have a question, reach out now and let us know what you'd like to know about in terms of the Cougars or pretty much anything else out there. We're happy to answer any of your questions. All right, that'll do it. Thanks again for joining us. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 21st, 2020, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.